This is the Munate Fela podcast from your ultimate campus radio, Kofsi FM. Back to the Monate Fela breakfast. Joining us, a little tricks all the way from Gauteng. How are you doing, bud? I'm well in yourself. Laka, thank you so much for joining us here on your Ultimate Campus Radio. Going to drop your track uh, whipped in just a moment. But before we get to that, tell us a little bit about how it came to be that you got into rap and hip-hop. I've been reading a lot about you. Turns out your teachers were pushing you into poetry competitions and you were rocking this since you were 13. Yeah, um, I think for me, I was, I was, I, I consider myself a creative, so... I always just, I love to do things on my own, like create different things. Like I actually used to make games. I used to write stories. I used to write poetry. I even used to make my own little movies with like a web camera that my father brought home from work. So I just love creating. So um, like, I think I was nine years old when I just started getting deep into poetry and my teachers used to um, enter me into competitions and I actually did win one competition. I think in 2006, I was uh, 12 years old. And yeah, like for me, that was like the, the, the bridge into, into hip hop because then my older cousin, he actually came to me one day, we were staying in Aldo's um, and he came to me one day and he was like, yo, he was wearing headbands and sweatbands and baggy jeans and baggy tops. You know, he was looking very hip hop. And at the oh. time I wasn't very familiar with that type of look. So I was like, shut like, what is this? And he said, no, he raps now and you should join me. And I was like, oh, okay, fine, I'll join you. And then, that, like, it was easy for me. It came natural for me because of the poetry. And I was, it, it was easier for me to write music. And because, like, we were, uh, I, was, I was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. I was 11 years old, sorry. And because it was like, you know, we didn't know how to get beats and how to record music, I decided to just, like, teach myself how to do it so that I wouldn't need to, well, you know, mean- pay anybody for... At that um, time, it was the start of YouTube, but I doubt very few, very few people probably had uh, explained the video at that time. So, at the time, so. how did you how did you manage to teach yourself? I down like my we didn't have internet access here at my house, but my father works at uh, Unisa, so I used to go with him to work and like download softwares and different things. That's how I got like game creating softwares and mm. all these weird things. So I downloaded a beat production software and I just like played around with it. Like that's where all my 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 skill actually comes from. It's just playing around with equipment and teaching myself. I get you. That's uh, that's pretty novel. And uh, it says you said your dad got the webcam, but I suspect he got it uh, for himself, and you just you know appropriated. Yeah, I, I don't actually know. He like just came on one day and like I have this camera. Do you want to try it out? So I just <laughs> played around with it, and I made movies. I actually made movies like with my cousins. I'd have them, you know, act out scenes that I wrote and. It's it's dumb. Like now looking back at it, it is dumb. But you know, I guess it was it was a start of my creative path. I guess absolutely. And you've got to start somewhere, dude. Um, what I'm what I'm really fascinated by because I think it's a it's an issue many musos, especially up and coming ones, uh, face, uh, especially in in South Africa, is the lack of support from the people around them. I read an interview of you with Hype and found out that uh, your mom wasn't initially very supportive and it took you uh, getting some radio play on YFM to turn that around. Yeah, um, I think for for me, like um, what I was, re- what I'm really privileged for actually is like my father is very supportive. Mm. 
um, since the beginning, like he, he would like, he would ask people like, yo, my, my son does this, my son does that. And they would say, like, I think we even met with a, a record label owner in like 2009. I was, uh, 15. Like he took, he took me everywhere, everywhere I needed to go. He'd take me and he'd brag about me and, you know, he just, he'd really support me. And my mother just wasn't like, you know, cause yeah. my mother's very practical. So she was like, she didn't see a career in music in South Africa. She didn't know mm-hmm. that it was worth it. She didn't think that something like that would really take off. And, um, two years later was in 2011. Um, I got my first song on the radio. And I think that really opened her eyes and she was like really proud and that turned her whole mindset around, you know? And I think also from that time, I think from 2011, 2012, hip hop in South Africa actually did elevate a lot more. And it, it you know, you, you can really see that people can have full fledged careers in hip hop in South Africa. So that also helped her to uh, get a better understanding at what I wanted to do. But yeah, initially she wasn't, she wasn't yeah. like so, on board with it by the yeah, of course it, show, yeah. that was just a that was just a year after double hp and jr put out make the circle bigger and uh and, and that should have changed people's minds <laughs> 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 so, uh little tricks i i want to i want to get an understanding and what your best advice would be for kids who were in your position like you had the fortune of of a parent supporting you but if it's like you really aspire to do something that's out of the ordinary uh, yeah. and somewhat risky. What would your advice be to, for lack of a better term, stand up against those who are pushing you down or, or you know, gaining the support that you deserve? Um, since the beginning, since I started making music, I was always told different things. And I think that had I had listened to the people around me, I probably wouldn't have been where I am today or been doing this at all. And I guess like, I think I heard this in a Jay-Z interview actually. And this advice is probably the same advice I'd probably give because I followed this advice. And I mean, it's just don't really listen to anybody because as Jay-Z said, like everyone's experiences is unique to them. And I mean, they were professional in the industry that would tell me, no, I actually had professionals like people that were doing, doing it big and like, you know, really successful in the field saying, no, rather do it this way or don't do that or don't do this. And it really, it, it, it messes, it messes with you. So if you just follow, follow your instincts and just like do what you love and do what you want to do, don't really listen to anybody around you. Don't like, Obviously, I'm not saying like be completely ignorant, but like just don't, if somebody says, no, you should make music this way or no, you should do that. Or if you want to do something and you really believe in it, then you need to do that. Because another thing actually now, because since we're doing the interview for Whooped, Whooped, nobody liked Whooped. When I had had that song, nobody actually wanted to be involved with it. Everyone said that this type of theme doesn't really work. I shouldn't do it. I shouldn't... Um, I should change it. They never believed in it. And we approached many, many artists in the industry to, to like assist me, like um, with regards to guest appearances and additional production and nobody really believed in it, but it was something that I was very passionate about. So I just, I just decided to block them all out, block everyone out and just do what, 
what 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 in my heart, you know. That's so ridiculous to hear. Like, I, I mean, that's quite ridiculous to hear because I, I think Whipped is a somewhat of a game changer in the hip hop scene. Um, really? Yeah, it's quite a bouncy uh, track. I uh, Really enjoyed listening, and that's why I wanted to bring it to the listeners of Coffee FM. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. I really, but I, I also don't want to leave them in suspense. So, little tricks, uh, if if you wouldn't mind, how about introducing your track for us? Oh, perfect. Um, Whipped is Whipped is a um, it's a new single of mine that appears on my EP Zulo, which I actually released last week Friday. It's available on all digital platforms, um, and on my site www.zulo.co.za. And um, it's just you know I I felt it was different because rappers, especially rappers, don't really like to talk about monogamous relationships. Mm. You know, they like to talk about, oh no, I have this many women or, you know, I have so many girlfriends or, oh, your girlfriend wants me. And I just felt like talking about a monogamous relationship whereby I'm just purely devoted to one person. I think that's, that's really, it's different and it's, it's, it's a nice theme to explore. So yeah, my single work um, it's the clean version that's gonna play, by the way, but the, the dirty version is a little bit, a little bit <laughs> raunchy. But uh, you can hear the dirty version on iTunes or Apple Music or Spotify. But yeah, that's that's worked, and it features our house DJ Bazzy B. He actually sent me the beat two years ago, and he said we should do like a collaboration and everything. And um, I wrote the song. Like that's immediately what came to my mind as soon as he sent, as soon as I heard it. Mm. So. Since then, you know, I've been fighting with him, like, because he didn't like the concept. He was like, no, let's change it. And, you know, we've just been going back and forth. And now finally, in 2019, I actually get to get the song out there and, and see how people react to it. That's very cool. Well, let's uh, let's not uh, delay any further. Um, once again, please uh, introduce your track to the listeners. <laughs> uh, this is Whipped by Little Tricks, produced by Little Tricks, Bazzy B, and additional production by MV. I hope you guys enjoy it. And yeah, this is Whip. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? There's a lot of people that struggle to put music out in this country, and I feel like there's too many structures that are blocking people from putting out the dopest music. They can't get their song played on radio. Want to know why I listen to that radio every night? Huh? What you 
know about the two dog? What she know about the camera? Eh? Pockets on sumo, yo Simity Sammy. Eh? I come around like Ludo. For a play, come and sit on me. production crew coming at you here on the Monate Fair Love Breakfast. Little Tricks joining us. Uh, how's it feel to have your song on yet another station? Oh, it's, it's always, always, always an honor to have it on any station I can because radio play these days is just really difficult to mm. get, you know, in this climate. So, you know, I'm, I'm very happy. Very, very happy. Well, speaking about radio play being difficult to get, I imagine like the life of an artist, especially um, one as young and vibrant as yourself, isn't as easy as what people make it out to be. I mean, it's, uh, you, you have a song about monogamy, but uh, the, the typical genre-defining drugs fueled and uh, yeah. women or everything, um, you know, it, it probably isn't like we see in the movies. Uh, what yeah. are the other challenges of being an artist and, and what are you doing to overcome those in 2019? Um, I think the main challenge about being an artist is is um, the drive because you really need to be so passionate and so um, like driven fuel because it's so easy to give up. It's so easy to, to, to be discouraged. There's so many people around you saying no. So many people saying do something else. I mean, for me, like right now, I'm currently 
because like I said, I'm a creative. So, I mean, with my music, especially the artworks, the production, the mixing, the mastering, the even my website, I designed all of that myself. I do everything myself. So it's really hard on me to like to have all these roles just be one person, you know, especially since I'm the person that's also making the music. Mm-hmm. But like me doing all of these things, I still need to find a way to get the, the funds in order to invest in my career. So I'm doing small jobs here and there. I'm designing logos for corporate companies. I'm designing websites for corporate companies just so I can make some money to invest into my career because, you know, you need the money for the videos. You need the money for the merch. You need the money for for all of these things. So I think the, the biggest challenge is probably fun, probably and, capital, you know? Yeah, yeah. But at what point then does your music or your artistry start paying for your medical aid? Um, well, right now that's still what I'm fighting. Mm. What I'm fighting to, you know, I'm still fighting to um, make a, a decent living off music. Um, but uh, yeah, like for now, it's just like you 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 need to, you need to really be so passionate that you're willing to put everything into it. Because like I said, you start questioning like, how am I gonna eat tonight? How am I gonna pay for rent? How am I gonna do this? You really need to be willing to give everything up for what you believe in. So where um, where do you see yourself going in 2019? What stages are you looking to perform and uh, any festivals or shows that uh, that are going to be happening in the future for Little Tricks? Um, I'm actually I'm actually hoping to to get a lot more bookings, a lot more gigs. I don't really I I was really struggling with that for the past few years because you know I, I was having trouble with management and everything. Yeah. But in 2019 I'm really hoping to be at any festival you can think of, any club you can think of, any event you can think of. I just want to be, I just want to perform more. I want to be everywhere, you know? I want people to be sick of me, like, oh, <laughs> not him again, you know? <laughs> I, I hear you, I hear you. Does that mean you're one of those annoying Instagrammers that post on the daily? No, no, actually, that's actually one of my, my flaws, I think. I barely post. Uh, you know, most of the time if I'm posting, um, it's just, oh, yeah, here's my song or here's my single. But, I mean, check it out, guys, at Little Tricks S-A, L-I-L-T-R-A-X-S-A. Check out my Instagram and then you'll see. Maybe maybe I am doing good there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Give him some likes there. Little Tricks, thank you so much for joining us here on the Monate Fela Breakfast. Before we go, are there any final thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, well, like I said, my music is available on all digital platforms. My project is called Zulo, Z-U-L-O, which is um, first two letters of my first name, first two letters of my surname, Zunaid Lombard. It's like a nickname, you know, it's almost like my jigger to my to my Jay-Z. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, like just check that out now. Um, it's also on my site, www.zulo.co.za. And yeah, I'm... Um, I'm looking forward to bringing you guys some more music. Looking forward to hearing it. Thank you so much for joining us. Little Tricks there, dropping his track Whipped on the Monate Fela. That was the Monate Fela podcast. Stay tuned for more things. (laughs) Oh, girl.